This is the Mind Your Business podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Mind Your Business podcast. My name's Matt Williams. I'm joined by my good friend, Alan Clark, and we've got something a little bit different for you today. What are we doing today, Alan? Well, we are actually going to answer real live questions. So not only have we had our 500th download, but we're actually starting to get some questions in, which is very exciting. So that's what we're going up today. We're going to take some questions, Matt. Amazing. I, I was as amazed as you, I think, when, when our inbox pinged and someone who'd listened to all of our podcasts, binged them in a weekend and then sent us an email and then even more surprising, a few days later, we've got another one in. So here we go. Two questions, Alan. I'll hit you with the first one. We'll talk about that. And then if we've got time, and I'm sure we will, we'll come to the second one. So this, we're gonna, and we're going to keep these questions anonymous so that people shouldn't have fear of us, you know, if it's if it's a, a, you know important personal business question. We obviously don't want to spread out who this is. But the question is, Since lockdown, I'm finding myself becoming busier and busier, and I'm starting to suffer with overwhelm. Do you have any simple steps, or how do you deal with overwhelm in your businesses? So that's the question, busyness and overwhelm. Do you want to go first with this? And I imagine you're having these conversations all the time, to be honest. Oh, gosh, yes. And including myself, you know, I'm, I'm a human being with a business too, so I am certainly not a stranger to overwhelm and busyness. But yeah, okay, so what practically can we do about it? I, I think that, that, that we've talked about this before, but I, my go-to is usually we have 17 hours of waking hours a day. Usually, most people have round about that. And and especially if I'm an entrepreneur or a business owner, I, it, it's okay to get clear as well as I own that 17 hours that they're mine, you know? taking ownership of the time that you've got. I think it's an important first step. And then look at structure, okay? Structure, I'm trying not to go time management here. I'm not, I'm going to structure. How am I structuring my 17 hours? How am I structuring my 17 hours? So I'm, um, and and slight, slight uh, tangent to jump, we've got roles in our life as well. So I'm a business owner, but I'm a father. I'm a um, husband. Uh, I do community work. I've got time for myself and everything has pressing priorities. So last night I had a governor's meeting. I had this, I had that. So lots coming at me. So it is possible to do it all. However, looking at structure, how we're hanging it all together, um it's a it's a great first place uh first place to start um overwhelm the feeling of overwhelm usually is about feeling that you're just not getting to it whatever it may be you're not getting to it you're starting to let people down you're letting yourself down you're now suboptimal and and these frustrations start to flow into emotions that that actually for entrepreneurs business owners are, are really dangerous for the creative thinking because they kill creative thinking. If you're in fear, your anxiety, your worry, you're not really at your creative best. So actually, there's a real negative impact. Apart from feeling rubbish and being busy, you're starting to lose some of your ideas. So putting structure in, thinking about when you want to do things, 
if you've got a team, then who's doing what um, really does allow you to start to, to break it. So you, you stop, you slow down, build in some structure, um, and notice the difference would be my starter for 10. Amazing. You hit a number of points that were in my answer to this, which is really good. I imagine it's because you coach me. So you've, you've you know, you are the master, I'm the Padawan, right? But things that I, my initial thoughts, overwhelm, in my experience, often rears its head about three o'clock in the morning. That's the point where you wake up and then you can't get back to sleep because your mind kicks off and I haven't emailed him and I've got to do that meeting tomorrow and then those accounts have got to go and this has got to happen and bang, 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 bang. And at three o'clock in the morning, A, you can't deal with any of it and B, you you know, you know you've got an issue if you can't get back to sleep because your mind is just on and off it. And that's where I was two, three years ago when you know, my mental health was suffering because of the role that I was in at, at the old business, right? My, my kind of whenever I talk, and often I talk to team members about this, um, when they feel like we've got a lot on and they're busy, you can only ever do one thing at once, right? And so when you're on one thing, focus on that. We talked about this in an early, early podcast, didn't we? If you're in the business role, be in the business role. If you're in the family and the dad and the father role, then be in that role and be present in the roles you're in, right? But one thing at a time. And understand that it's it's of all these lists of tasks you've got there'll be three or four or five that have to be done that day the rest are urgent because it's someone out it's urgent because of someone else not because it's for you and so i've i now religiously night before work out my list of three things i've got to do the next day i'll look at my diary and i'll have eight things in them but those are the three that if i get those done job done and i focus on those first um, and that's what gets me through. And some days I don't get past the third one, but because in my mind, the win is getting to the third one and getting it done. It doesn't matter. And I don't, it's not that the other ones aren't important, but they're, they can be moved to the next day. Right. And my mind is comfortable. And since we've started that process of being present in the roles at five o'clock, I'm really comfortable now dropping work mat and going into family mat and not the overlap has gone and that's my over and the, the level of work i'm doing is is exactly the same as it was last year but my mindset is so different now because i can compartmentalize a bit better and and you know what the the, the wheels haven't fallen off my business because i can draw a line at five o'clock and turn off the email and the phone and the whatsapps and carry on so so that's what i would suggest we do you look at what are the important tasks not all the tasks just look at the three most important and do those. And if you get to then the fourth and the fifth and the sixth on the list, then crack and you've had a brilliant day. And if you don't, then you know what? You still achieved the three most important ones. Because I think procrastination, I, I'd be keen. You must talk to pro, you know, business owners that procrastinate all the time. And that's the big killer in all of this. You're busy because you're fiddling around doing something you shouldn't be doing because it's easier than the task you've got to do, right? Yeah. Uh there is a there is something I'm I'm going to say something that I've I've heard it's a phrase that I've heard that sounds a bit sounds harsh it sounds controversial it doesn't even sound as if it makes sense but let let me explain. Um, I built this up now. I know I know. So <laughs> the the American the American coach Steve Chandler listened to a podcast on this and it, he describes busyness as laziness. Oh, I know. 
busyness is, he actually says busyness is laziness, right? And it's clearly meant to get you to stop and go, what? How, how can it possibly be laziness when, when I'm busy? But, but actually, what his big point in it was um, you're being lazy about clarifying what's important, about prioritizing, about what you're trying to do with your life or your business, what roles. You're, you're lazy because you're not structuring yourself. You're just running around and, and you're creating havoc. Uh, you're not distinguished of your thoughts. And all of that muddledness and confusion is creating lower emotions, procrastination, stress, worry, anxiety, uh, suboptimal performance, all because you're too lazy to bring some clarity. So that, that's an interesting take, isn't it? That's really interesting. I mean, you're right. I, you know, we both do a lot of networking, as lots of business owners do. How, how many times have you met someone at a networking event back in the days when you could meet people? And you, first thing you say, how are you doing? How's business? Oh, I'm busy. Really busy. Oh, really busy. Busy, busy, busy. No one ever says, yes, yeah, all right. You know, ticking along. Not, you know, less work than last week. No one ever says that. Everyone, if you believed everyone on face value, the entire world is crippled with busy people. And that's not the case. There are degrees of busy. I mean, you can, you must have been there. I've been, amount of times when I've, I've been talking to someone and they've been telling me how busy they are. And I'm thinking, you haven't got a clue, mate. You haven't got a clue what busy is. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I've done that as well. I, I take my default position to say, yeah, we're really busy. And then I sit there and think, you know what? I spent two hours on LinkedIn this morning. So yeah, I'm busy, but I'm not, I could definitely take some more work. Like if someone dropped mm. the best ideal client to me, I would, definitely be able to take them on that's the difference right is it's easy to tell yourself you're busy and therefore not do the jobs you don't want to do or make the hard decisions or because i think uh, a big positive evolution of busyness is productive i think that's a grown-up version and and you know being productive is completely different actually to being busy but but it's sometimes in people's heads, they're, they're the same or they're similar. So being productive, I think that's a magical place. But being busy, no. Well, it's that being productive is the absolute counterpoint of being a busy fool. Right? That's the term, isn't it? You can all be busy. I remember where I, I worked two jobs, two jobs ago. There was two receptionists at Job Shed. And they did exactly the same job. Um, they were lovely ladies. One of them was was the busiest person in the business. And one of them cruised through life. Now, they did the same job. They just happened to be on different days. So unless you tell me wow. that there is a distinct difference between the amount of foot traffic and phone calls we got on a Tuesday compared with a Wednesday, one of them was very productive. And one of them was the absolute busy fool. And it's in, you know, and, and that's where not everyone can have the two people doing the same role to kind of counterbalance. But, but it, and all of that is mindset. To one of those ladies, everyone that came through the door was a customer and was treated like they were royalty. And to the other one, everyone that came through the door or rang was a problem that was disturbing their day. And it's just, and it all stemmed from that first, first initial conceptualization of these people either oh you've come to ruin my day or brilliant another customer i can wow them 
and it always amazed me i was i in my mind i may not they may tell me i was completely different to each of them but in my mind i was the same to both of them and yet the responses i'd get on a day-to-day basis was was phenomenally different so it all everything every time we have a conversation it always comes back to mindset but you can you can choose to be busy or you can choose to be productive and it all stems from understanding what what is going to be a productive day and as soon as you've got that you can structure your day around it and it doesn't just need to be productive in terms of work being productive by being present when the kids are in the bath at bath time mm-hmm. being there to read the bedtime stories or to you know buy your wife some flowers or whatever the you know the the goals are in each area of your life structure it write down or get can't clear on what the wins are and aim for three wins in each one every day and if you do that you'll sail through life right because you're just winning every day right there you go that's uh that's my that's everything I think i've got to say to answer this question. hopefully we've answered the question eloquently enough I think so. Honestly, I think there's a load in that. I'll, I'll certainly be listening back uh, and taking notes. But yeah, you know, I, I think good answer. Good, great question. And then the second question that we got, I don't know if this is a loaded question or not, but the second question we received is, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you started your business? So I, I've got an answer in my mind already for this, but have, do you want to go first, Alan, or would you like me to go first? Well, you go first with this one. I, I've I've got a couple of um, fledging thoughts, but you know it'll give me time to crystallise them. So I think, and I think this is the the defining point for every person that set up a new business. I'm now nearly two years in, and what I wish I knew then that I know now is that it's going to work. It's, it sounds really simple, but actually, when you set your business up. Until you make that sale to someone that you don't know, you know, not your family, not your friends, until you've done that and you've gone through the process and then you've taken on your first member of staff and all those little building blocks of the business fall into place. Until all that happens, you're still you're paralyzed by what happens if no one likes me and my brand's wrong and the product's not right and the prices are too high. I'm now nearly two years on and I'm comfortable, right? It works. Yeah, we can be better at certain things. Everyone can. But it works. And um, I was having this conversation. I think, I'm not sure if it was a review or not, but some days with my business, it's like watching your kids grow up. Some days I want to get to the end. Like I want I want to get to the point where my son, who's what, 14 months old, I want to get to the point where he can buy me a pint in the pub. Like that was a big thing when I bought my dad a pint. I think mm. I can't wait into 18, 17 years in the future and that can happen. And other times I look at my six-year-old and I'm like, Christ, you're growing up too quick. I'd rather you slow down, right? Because it's great where it is. And I'm like that with the business. Some days I want to get to the end. I want to get to that point where it's all comfortable and it just churns over and I can step back. And other days I kind of want to get back to that very first six months where everything was new and everything was, you know, exciting. And I think that that's kind of, all of that is fine. But that knowledge that it's going to be okay if I knew that back then, and I kind of did, because we last time we had a coaching session, we went through my original business plan that yeah. I wrote nearly three years ago, and the numbers were scarily accurate. For my, what I thought were pie-in-the-sky forecasts, were like, what, 15 grand out or so? It's crazy. Was I mean, incredible. some of that's because I'm obviously a damn good accountant. I can forecast like the best of them. But 
I did wrote that, and I remember saying to you, I, I think if I could get to that stage at year two, I'd be you know, over the moon. Mm-hmm. And yet here I am at point two, and we're still growing, and we still want more. I just want to go back and say, you know what, it's going to work, and it'll be hard, and there's going to be a major bloody pandemic in the middle of the first year. Mm-hmm. Other than that, everything's good. And that's the bit, I think if you could bottle that and go back, that would give so much comfort to so many new businesses that that's what I would want to know. So there you go. That's 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 my initial input on that, Alan. What's your? What would you like to have known? I, I so I, I love what you've just said. I love what you just said because there's there's enough checks and balances every day. There's an opportunity to bring it in, and um, so I think that's really really powerful, very profound, Matt. Well done. Um, I I wish I'd known two two things. I wish I'd known the emotional roller coaster that comes your way when you've got your own business versus even being a, a leader in a big organization that's what i was going to say because you mm. you i imagine when you came out of the big corporate director role that you were in everything else would have felt easier in your mind right this has got it's got to be easier than running that big uh-huh. Uh-huh. business right uh-huh. so uh-huh. yeah and, and and so it's been just as big an emotional roller coaster Oh, more, own, much, much, much more, more being by myself, which is just, it's just me, uh, emotion intensified by about a hundred million percent, you know, and experienced emotions that I'd never actually experienced them. Well, like fear, genuine fear, guilt, um, things like that. I'd ne- never, never, certainly not anywhere near that intensity. And, you know, that, that I did not see coming, you know, I did not see coming. And if I'd known that, then I would have still done it, but I would have, I think I would have been prepped. But now, of course, I'm through it. I help other people with it and, and myself, and I have got all that development growth. So I'm much stronger because of it, but but I, I wish I knew that. that. That'd be one. So the emotional roller coaster. And then similarly to what you said, that opportunities come opportunities come and and you know the more that you are in conversation the more likely opportunities come you know especially if you are good and got an intent to be as, as better and better and better opportunities come and and knowing that it, it, to be true and it is 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 a is a really good thing to know. So so not not as profound of no it will work because because it will, but but actually opportunities will come. Uh, your role in that is to becoming better and better, either in dialogue or in having conversations or clearly demonstrating through your work others' opinions, etc. But but opportunities will come. They are there. There's a there's eight billion people on the planet. You know there's 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 room for competition rivals and opportunities will come so i wish i knew both these i mean we've talked about this a little bit in an earlier podcast but the bit that surprised me the most running an independent business to a corporate is that everyone plays nicely there is a massive within everyone is in the same boat so everyone that owns a small business knows what you're going through and so Mm. the level of support and community within small business in network groups but outside of that is phenomenal and 
and you you are shouted in that. I imagine as a director of the major national retailer that you were, you didn't have Sainsbury's and Tesco's directors ringing you up and checking in and seeing how you're doing and making sure everything was good. Whereas we have that, I have accountants that ring me up and they're, you know, how's it going? This is what's happening with us this year. And, you know, have you tried this bit of software? It's really good. And all of that I was was absolutely mind-boggling to me when we started. And now, two years in, it's like I have conversations with people every day that I would never imagine of having had conversations with when I was in a corporate. And I think that's not something I wish I knew, but it's the bit that surprised me most about running a small business, I think, is that that the fact that deep down, if you are a good person and do good things, it will come round tenfold. I wanted to do a podcast. Maybe we should do a podcast just on that. I'm I'm more convinced now than ever. Everything that we do that's sort of selfless comes round and has a way of being a big benefit to us. And um, yeah, you end up. I'm still reminding myself I'm doing this because of this good effect, not because I know it's now going to pay off down the line if that's an added benefit right so so there you go has anything surprised you since you've been running your business i it's a great question you got me there i'm good good grief i i yeah okay so so yes with with all the years of leadership development i had with self-development with big corporate conferences with the the corporate context and and everything that goes with that i i have i have learned more than my my three years in business for myself than i have in the 23 years in the corporate and i don't say that lightly i don't mean that to disrespect and and i love my corporate time i loved it and i learned tons but what i've learned in three years with my my own research, my own experience, and I'm working with businesses and and leaders in the work that I do. It's 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 incredible the growth that I've personally had, um, which is just phenomenal. You know, for for a human being that wants to learn and grow, then that growth experience. So so it's not like I've come out of corporate land and gone right. I know everything let's go and find small businesses and I'll tell them what to do. In many ways, it's been the opposite, you know, Um, I've learned so much. Absolutely. And I think this is something that every, every new business owner finds, right? You're great at what you generally, you set up a business because you're good at doing what you do and you're just doing it for someone else. And you realize that, you know what, the way to make the real money is to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. And then you get, you get, taken from this role that you're fairly comfortable in right you know how to i don't know deliver training courses or you know build a house or whatever it is your trade is and then you get to a business and then you've got to deal with hmrc and insurance mm-hmm. companies and make sure the bookkeeping's done and make sure that your marketing's on point and you've got social media presence and your google my business site set up and have you ever done you never done that before every day for those first year or 18 months as a new business owner every day is a school day and the key is, is again, to, that's when you lean on that other, that business community, because the amount of people out there that are willing to bend over backwards to help new businesses is phenomenal. Yeah, sometimes we have to take a step back and realize that, that you can speak to some people that are really talented and got the best ideas in the world, but actually they haven't got a clue that they have to file a tax return every year or that if you 
you know, don't have your Facebook page and your Twitter page and your Instagram all with the same branding and the same style, that it's going to look a little bit, you know, because that's all alien to them, isn't it? So, so there you go. Look, we are 25 minutes in and we've answered our two questions. I, I, I feel like we've said everything that needs to be said. Have you got any final points to add? No, I think I'm feeling brilliant. You know, it's brilliant to have real people asking real questions and showing enough interest in our podcast, first of all. So that, that feels lovely. And, and two cracking questions. So as always, we want this time to be valuable. Somebody's freed up 25 minutes um, to, to listen to our podcast and then hopefully they, they go away with a pile of insights. So I, that's all I'm going to say, Matt. Yeah, enjoyed it. We'll put a call out for more questions, I think, um, when we post this onto social media. But for now then, um, that's that's all from me. That's all from Alan. Remember to subscribe on Apple, give us a review, shout out on social, all the usual stuff. Otherwise, we will see you next week for more Podcast Gold. Goodbye. Goodbye. This is the Mind Your Business podcast.